0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Frank Marsilio, and we're here to recap and react to episode five of the eighth season of Game of Thrones, titled The Bells, which aired on Sunday, May 12th. Um, So AJ is in Germany, so if you're listening, you should go away, because I don't think you've watched yet. But luckily, I have some really great friends who were really excellent and willing to step up to the plate. some of our friends from the Game Brew are back. Chris Wrights and Dan Rotts. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having us on. I'm doing great too. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys were on back in 2017 when we oh. did our epic crossover. Uh, both forever of us. Forever ago. Forever ago. So ages so and long. eons ago. Um, did the crossover event of the century. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, but you guys have been going strong ever since. And, you know, that was both of our first years, I think. So both Mm -hmm. of our podcasts are, are, are are going on. You guys also passed your 50th episode this year. Um, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the game brew. Um, anything else you guys want to plug right now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, ah.
1: I mean, no, just come listen to the podcast. Check us out sometime. It's uh, it's pretty fun. We play games, talk about video games, and, and drink beer while we do it. So if you like beer, video games are good conversation. It's a good time.
2: It is. It's, uh, yeah, I couldn't have put it better.
0: <laughs> well, in the spirit of the Game Brew Podcast, what are you guys drinking tonight?
2: Um, well, I'm actually finishing up some more Midas Touch. I thought it was a good... Uh, a good beer for tonight since we're talking about, you know, kings and thrones and king Midas was also, you know, a king. And it's gold, it's not like the gold. golden company.
1: <laughs> yes, just like the golden company. Um and I am drinking uh Super Session number 8 ale uh by Lawson's Finest Liquids. Um it's not it's not heavy. It's nice and nice and light. It's a good beer for a uh, good beer for summer days even though it's like very chilly in pennsylvania right now
2: yeah i love that name lawson's finest
0: liquids
1: lawson's finest liquids that it says to keep
0: cold and enjoy fresh yeah and i'm being pretty basic um (laughs) brooklyn lager because i live in brooklyn (laughs) brooklyn lager um, but yeah, it's good. And I I was at the the bodega. And I was like, you know what? It's way too rainy and gross to have any of these summer beers. I'm just gonna go with something pretty simple and straightforward and enjoyable. So nice, nice. Um, that's a good call. Yeah. So thanks for coming on, guys. I really appreciate it. You know, bringing in the backup, uh, uh, you know, second string, uh, paying out to get the golden company here because. <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: let's Need be a little honest. It's we're kind of like the we're kinda of like all of the peasants who were fighting at uh Winterfell at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda of like There's, n- there's no uh, elephants
2: here for sure.
0: <laughs> no elephants. Although I don't think the elephants really would have made a difference. <laughs> Probably I don't not. think so. Yeah. Um so yeah, we are gonna go into full spoilers on this episode of Game of Thrones. If you haven't caught on already, um I don't know why you'd be listening here in the first place, but uh, so yeah, the this episode is another one of the long ones of this uh, shortened season. So you know, even though it's only six episodes, we are getting longer content from each one. Um, you guys obviously are up to date; otherwise, you wouldn't be on mm-hmm. the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what, actually, oh no, I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> I've never watched the beginning of Game of Thrones. Uh, what is a what Game what are, of Thrones? What is
1: the game? Is it checkers? <laughs>
0: But, uh, like, but before we get to this episode, what are you guys' thoughts on the season so far? Because, like, I feel like every single week the internet is back and forth on, oh, we love it, we hate it, we love it, we hate it. It's, it's, it's really exhausting, and I feel the same way. But, like, Chris, what's your, what's your feeling so far?
2: Um, well, it's actually really funny because we've been talking about this a lot at my job, at work. And um, we'll spend, like, an hour each Monday kind of talking about it. Um, And it's it's pretty much we're all kind of in the same boat where we feel that this whole season's been really rushed. I mean, um, every episode, it seems like they're they're getting to a point where all of the reactions and the where they're getting to doesn't make sense within a normal character progression. So like they're taking they're just going way too fast and just going from A to B and not like showing how they got there, if that makes sense. Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> it makes a ton of sense. It's our like my sentiments exactly. I'm sure this is something we talked about, uh, I guess, two years ago, last season, um, because both the season seven and season eight have felt rushed to me. And, um, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're not going off the books anymore, but mm-hmm. um, it's obviously even some of the content in season five and six were, were, were new to the show. So uh, it's still boggles my mind as to why they have to go through things so quickly um it, it seems like one of the most popular shows ever i understand wanting to go on out on top but yeah i don't know dan what about you
1: um i don't know i have kind of the opposite feeling a little bit me and chris tend to feel opposite about a <laughs> lot of things um but since i've i mean i i know the lore from like the books and stuff like that um, I'm very much an entertainment person, so I really like watching the show and just kind of, go, like, I enjoying the ride. Um, I don't think too deeply into uh, what D&D are trying to say with this uh, stuff, and I'm like, okay, there's some stuff that's missing. Um, yeah, it feels a little rushed, but it's also, like, I'm still getting all of the... Like kind of like all the emotions and stuff that I would normally get out of it. I don't know if that makes any sense. But I'm still enjoying watching it. And I don't think that it's – nothing is being taken away from me is what I feel. Kind of the opposite of the internet sometimes.
0: Yeah. You know, opposites attract. You love the internet. You love Chris.
1: Um, I do love Chris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean I think – there is also something to be said about seeing the product as a whole, right? You know, waiting yeah. for the end. And as we get closer to the end, some of the, the things that they did early on this season come a little bit clearer. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I You guys maybe have heard my thoughts on it, but, like, mm-hmm. I had major issues with The Long Night. Um Last mm-hmm. week was a little bit more Return to Form. Episode 2 was really great. Um, I actually like this one. This episode... Um, me too. I feel like while this series still to me feels like they're m- pulling out pages of the book and skipping past things. Um, and they're like hitting the big moments. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the the process along the line is getting a little blurry. And obviously like the show has been so guilty of the fast travel of it all. Um, yeah. but I think this, this, I mean, this episode is beautiful. Like in all the destruction it is, like they, they shot it so well. And, yeah. um, you yeah, know, there were some get...
2: scenes that really, really hit home. Like the first, the first scene, um, I don't know. Are we going straight into talking about the episode as a whole yet or, or do you want to hold off for a second? Yeah, let's go for it. Like I think uh we yeah, we'll go for it. Perfect. So when Varys dies and <laughs> Drogon comes in and just like the way he his he head just, like, just kind of creeps slowly up slowly moves forward. Oh, yeah. that was perfect. It was so like, scary. That, that was some of the cinematography I feel like is really on point in this, especially
0: in this episode. That's
1: that's what who who directed this one? This was um Miguel
0: Sapachnik.
1: Yes. He Oh my gosh. He did great. Like everything in this episode was just visually pleasing stunning Um, and like the the shots that he chose in the city um that were like all these close-ups my brother kept saying it while we were watching he was just like there's all these close-up face shots that they're doing something bad is happening like (laughs) they're making me see what's happening on the character's faces because something not good is going to happen um and he
0: was right (laughs) yeah well and this guy miguel has done a lot of these big battle episodes, and he did the one, the the long night, only two episodes ago. And while there is a lot of really great epic shots in that one too, you know, like the I think about the Dothraki and all their oh, the that flames was flames going out, so so yeah. cool, so cool. But there's also and like obviously seeing the two dragons flying in the sky fighting each other, like that was really and epic. going
2: above the clouds and
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, but there was so much that was hard to see, right? That like. The, true. The detail, like, I feel like this episode uh, last night's really benefited from being in the daytime um, and just having, like,
1: <laughs> a very true.
0: clear battle plan. And obviously there's still, like, the chaos and the destruction and the smoke and the mm-hmm. uh, the dust and everything. But it, it just moved so much better in my mind. And the stakes felt really high, too. Mm, Stake. you you like yeah i mean i think
1: this
2: this was a really big contrast to the long night where i mean it's the long night it's supposed to be dark and full of tears but um (laughs) whereas this one yeah during the day there was fire it was it was more representative of i feel like what danny's about than what john was about which was more of the long night i guess
0: that's a good point actually you know that we maybe not until the end of the show will we really know what the song of ice and fire means is it Danny and John is it just John and all that. But you're right that the last battle was really what John had been gearing towards his, the majority of his arc in the show. And mm-hmm. this is really what Daenerys is leading toward the entirety of her arc. So yeah, um, it, it parallels in that way. And there's that, the the darkness and the, the snow and this is the fire really like it, she burned the entire city. Um <laughs> so yes. let's um let's go a little bit back before we get into uh, all the aftermath of it all but this episode actually starts off pretty quiet um, and we have uh, Danny kind of on Dragonstone uh, really mulling over everything that's happened she lost missende she lost Ragel last week um, and she's also coming to terms with the fact that she like john's secret is getting out there and she just knows what's what's coming up next um you mentioned Varys. like what do you guys think about um his plan do you feel like he he, obviously they, they make this big point of um i hope i'm wrong he says and yeah um do you think that he actually got some of those those letters out there to tell john's true lineage
2: I'd like to think he did, but I feel like this was one of the things that I felt like happened too quickly. I mean, he just found out um, Jon Snow's true lineage last episode. Um, and then they killed him. Like, so he knew for about like 40 minutes, 45 minutes of like screen time, basically who he was. And so that was one of the things that I felt was really rushed because I mean, he was so always so calculated and and smart before this. And to kind of, this was one of the, just like very ham-fisted, I guess, like that he, this wasn't like him to just kind of fall over like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think he was a character that um, up until, I think it was last week, he really ha- hadn't done much this season or much last season. And he was the one that was kind yeah. of all over the place, Uh, you know, going, showing up in Dorne and uh meeting up with the Ironborn. Um, so you're right. Like it does feel like he was grasping at straws kind of in the end there. I think there's also part of him that in the back of his mind knows that his death is coming because uh, Melisandre predicted it years ago or however long ago. Um, And he probably knows that like she's, she's kind of going down into a dark place and that, the fact that he knows and he doesn't believe in her anymore is going to come out pretty quickly, that's true, right,
2: also I just loved him as a character, and I was kind of sad for him to go yeah right
1: yeah he his his character really played up a lot in the beginning of the series, yeah, though whatever it was, there was because it was very much it was very political in the beginning yes and yeah. it's still po- it still became was political throughout the whole series but you know at some point it gets you very mystical and then it gets battle heavy um but like whenever like the king's landing sort of like the intrigue Nets, yeah like all of the stuff where when he still had his little birds flying throughout the city um <laughs> was uh that was like kind of his heyday i think once he left king's landing like that was like That was kind of like, okay, he's kind of out of his element where he knows things, but he doesn't know everything that he needs to and have like all the connections he needed. And after that point, it's a little tough, but yeah, they did kind of, whenever they're squeezing everything into these six episodes, it's like, you know, maybe, maybe it would have been like two whole episodes. He would have gotten to be kind of like, ooh, being all sneaky and then they had to squeeze it
2: yeah yeah and i've i've read that he was like i mean there's that scene at the beginning where he's talking to the the one uh child and and kind of telling her that like you know with big risks on big rewards and and she was saying that that wasn't really eating anything and a lot of people are speculating that she he was trying to poison her
0: Hmm. yeah i read that too and i i think that's probably true um uh, obviously, last week he was alluding to wanting to kill Daenerys, and he said right. it straight up to, to Tyrion. Um, so naturally, Tyrion gave him up, um, which is it's sad because he they really were friends. They they had yeah. this bond over so, so many years, and um, you know, in in his mind, it was a betrayal. But like, yeah, he says it in the end. It's like, I I hope I'm wrong, and uh, he wasn't and, and Tyrion, I think made a lot of interesting choices throughout this episode. Um, Uh, yes, that it, to me was just like, Oh man, his plan is shit. (laughs) Like, what is he thinking (laughs) here? Yeah. He's been
2: very like also not himself for a long time. I feel like, yeah. And he might be a similar thing where, you know, his power was in King's landing. Same with Littlefinger,
0: Right. Yeah. And they, they decided to back this queen and, uh, it's not going uh the way that they thought and it's it's really interesting like just to see him um obviously he's always really cared about his brother and he Mm -hmm. he's hated his sister for so long but like he's always loved their children right i think that's the other piece of it it's like he knows that cersei's pregnant and it's like as much um cersei's baby as it is jamie's baby and him, him and jamie have a great relationship as com- mm-hmm. as complicated as it can be um and i really think that their final scene together is is really awesome um yeah it was very moving
1: very moving yeah it was uh, their whole their whole relationship over the whole show like saga is is very much built in the way that you know a, like a sibling relationship is where it's like regardless of the things that you do it's like you always love that person Mm -hmm. um and even though like even when and like trying to give them the benefit of the doubt even if it's like something that they did that is wrong which is a lot of stuff that jamie did um but uh but he's still like he's still his brother and he has always stuck up for him and he and he still loves him so it was was his nice little little brother moment
0: yeah yeah
2: that was a really nice moment i really liked that but i i i wasn't pleased with the way that they with that cersei kind of handled the whole battle like it didn't seem like her at all really either like where she just kind of gave up and kind of didn't have like an extra card up her sleeve like she normally does
0: yeah uh i think as, as we've been talking about characters that have been underserved, um, especially this season, Cersei really hasn't done much at all. She's just kind of stood in her tower, you know, looking at everybody, and um, she was, wasn't was in certain episodes. And, it like, I think she was very confident, and after last week um, ambushing Daenerys's fleet and taking them out and killing Missandei and, and Rhaegal, she, she was very confident. And, you know, has this new army that she bought that she really is backing. Um, To me, like, this is one of those things that this, for Danny, it felt way too easy. So she flies in, and all of a sudden, all the dragon bolts, the scorpion bolts, whatever you want to call them, um, all the ships, uh, they're not a threat anymore. Like, last week, they made it seem such an impossible feat. It's like, like, well, if she's going to go in there with Drogon, like, Drogon is toast. Like, how are they going to even make it out? And it just, like, felt way too easy. Like, wh- why couldn't she dive bomb and, like, light the the ships up last week? Why couldn't she destroy all the Scorpion bolts last week? I just don't didn't understand that. Like, do you guys have theories on why th- they handled it the way they they did?
1: I I mean, I do have some theories. I was talking with a buddy of mine at work about this today, about how the last time— she went in very much the first time she went into king's landing where it was like ooh i have dragons surprise here's these dragons they're terrifying aren't they but now cersei knows that she has dragons and they know like what the dragons can do and she knows like she has this weapon that can fight them and Cer- and uh what uh danny's only seen it once and the person who was using it was bronn and no offense, Bron, but, you know, he's not a great shot with stuff. He missed with that crossbow a bunch, too. Yeah. Uh, but but he, he
2: did light the black the, the black water on fire with a nice shot.
1: He did. He did do that. Um, but the uh, – and so what I think happened this time, my theory, is that this time instead of being like, ooh, dragons, instead she used the tactic of, oh, I should probably use tactics So that's why she came down from this, like she had the sun behind her. So it wouldn't, it would be harder to see whenever she was dive bombing them. If you notice that she was instead getting really close and doing um, tighter, tighter turns so that it would have been harder to move it. Uh, My favorite part was when she was going right up to the city wall, she was flying very high. So they were all aiming high and then she just went low. So they had to change all of the, all of the things down low and then she went back up again so they had to move all of the ballistas or all of the scorpions up high again too. So playing against the oh it still takes a while to move these and aim them tactic.
0: I hear you and I think that made a lot of sense. But the fact that they showed it last week that she didn't have any tactics just like really made, like undercut it in a way that was just like now it's so easy and like last week I was complaining I was like why are you being so stupid? You're just flying in and like no scout or anything. So it just, Mm -hmm. it's like the two extremes and that there was no middle ground. Like to me, if like, if she flew in with, uh, with Drogon this week after like losing, being like, I don't know. I got to get in there. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And like, she accidentally blew up a thing of wildfire and took out a whole bunch of scorpions. I've been like amazing. Great. Something she didn't expect that she wasn't planning that helped her. But this time it was just like, no, I can do it all myself. I'm not gonna. And maybe it's because she was controlling Drogon and Rhaegal was just flying on his own. She didn't. He didn't have a rider. Maybe that has something to do with it. But it just like when last week she's dive bombing the ships and all of a sudden like cuts away. Like why didn't you light them up then? Just I don't know. That's my big biggest gripe of the episode.
2: (laughs) I I mean I kind of agree with that. I think that in a way it would have been better, and this would have led into. Um, kind of her decision later a little bit better. But, like, if both dragons had been there for this battle and one of them got shot down, that would have been a great trigger point for her to go ahead and torch King's Landing.
0: That's true. That's actually a really good point. Like, w- what was the point of... Like, we keep talking about how they uh, are rushing things, but this almost felt too stretched out. Like, if they had Rhaegal die, and then all of a sudden it triggered her to... to destroy everything it would have made a lot more sense to me but i don't know i guess they felt like they had to push her down a dark path and uh, just have like i mean it, even last uh, two weeks ago we were talking about well like it seemed like Ragel died in the battle of the long night but then he didn't yeah. and just to get killed again so it's just a lot of like not necessarily bait and switches but you think something's gonna happen and it doesn't and it's okay to have your expectations like in different areas and 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 to to be subverted all those times but sometimes it's just not as believable as it you would think um and it it can get just a little frustrating especially when you have these gigantic dragons that um all along we were thinking were going to be these huge threats to king's landing and like obviously just one did it but um it just doesn't make sense to me why they really had to to level the playing field when they did um, because it really didn't matter anyway Um, so yeah, moving ahead, uh, we can talk about, um, the golden company, uh, the, uh, I think this was really kind of awesome that like as someone that was never really rooting for Cersei, um, you know, to see that she has this army after like, you know, Danny and John's, uh, their armies are really destroyed after the. Uh, the battle of Winterfell—it's like, oh shit, these guys are screwed—and then just like Daenerys lays waste to them because they were not strategic at all. And you see this—the leader of this army just like terrified. Like, what? What do you guys think about this? Like, were you shocked that it, it went down this way? Go ahead, Dan. <laughs>
1: okay, we always go to me with the battle tactics first. <laughs> I wasn't—I wasn't shocked that it went down this way. I just think it's they were fighting the golden company and all these soldiers were lined up at the gates because they were like this is where the attack's going to happen so we're going to have this but instead again cersei kind of underestimated the fact that i took out one of these dragons i'm going to be able to take out this other dragon so once it just broke into the city it's just like well you you don't have any battle plans anymore because all of your soldiers are on fire
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know who in Westeros decided that putting armies in front of walls was like a good idea, but this is no. the second time this season that they've done that. And clearly it's a thing. Yeah. But but um, I don't know. It was a really cool scene to just have like, like both armies just kind of looking at each other and then the Golden Company just get blasted through from the front gate mm-hmm. from the dragon fire. I thought that was a really cool yeah. example. And the fact that Harry Strickland, the, the leader of the Golden Company, instead of charging forward like Jon Snow did during the Battle of the Bastards. He was running away.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he just gets yeah. owned. Um, it, it's funny, because, like, everyone, was like, into the season is like, they're bringing in this other character? Like, what the hell? Like, how could he be a player this late in the game? And he literally does nothing and just gets owned. Yeah, he's- out. <laughs> um, So uh, the battle progresses, gets to the point where um, basically... We, we have the Daenerys army, Jon Snow army um at the Lannister army. And all of a sudden they, they give up like the, and it makes sense. And I was like, wow, that it that seemed easy. You know, Daenerys like destroyed all the, the scorpion bolts and um, it, this seemed like, okay, we're going to go on a good path. Like she's going to conquer King's landing without necessarily laying waste to everybody. We have, um, Arya and the Hound, like, making their way to the, the Red Keep. We have Jamie trying to get there, too. Um, and then, like, this episode takes an epic turn, right? Like. Yeah.
2: That's an understatement. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: I, I, it's interesting to me that we've seen Daenerys Targaryen go from, you know, this this girl like i mean she especially in books like she's like a a girl like she's not even really a woman yet like a become, child yeah. like a child yeah become this like ruthless leader and like she's really like her, her mo <laughs> has been like conquering cities right and and mm-hmm. uh while she freed slaves and and did a lot of good she ne- didn't necessarily rule them uh or have the great skills to rule them she always really leaned on her advisors and at this point when she's Uh, has no advisors left that she really trusts like this we we've seen her gone go on such a downward spiral like i'll start with you chris did you see the mad queen daenerys coming or or was this a shock to you
2: no i mean i've i feel like i've i was not surprised at all like i mean the group that i watched the show with we've all been kind of saying like well except for a couple like two two holdouts so like we've been kind of saying that she's going down this path for a while like she's she just makes it she's the whole time she's been her way or the highway like it's if, if it, she is the queen and if someone says that she is not the queen she gets mad at them like she cannot see any other side besides that like she doesn't understand how to talk to people like that so i i, I felt it for a pretty long time i couldn't pinpoint exactly when but
0: right Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, and and obviously a lot of things have pushed her further down that path this season, especially with like the loss of Jorah, the loss of Rhaegel, Missandei, Jon Snow um, revealing his true like parentage, and and not necessarily loving her in the same way because they're aunt and nephew. Like, come on, (laughs) (laughs) Um, like
2: the way Sansa's been treating her, and and the distrust from the Northmen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, But like this. This is a whole nother level. Like, that's one thing. And, like, she conquered the city, and then she just starts killing everybody. Dan, like, this was, like, terrifying to watch. I, I mean, this is brutal and, and mm-hmm. in so many ways. But, like, did you expect the, to go this far?
1: Uh, y- yes, for me, because every time that she's been in a situation and as soon as she lost jora i knew there was nothing else that she, that could make her see like mercy because that's the whole thing anytime that there was ever a, a moment where someone was she was like i'm going to burn this city to the ground jora was always there to be like it's like maybe mercy is the best option in this situation you know and it's <laughs> that's actually really that's a good. really good jora impression <laughs> i do my best uh but the but now that she doesn't have that all she has cuz that was it was jora it was uh, Misandai, uh my sunday. uh mi, uh uh <laughs> miss sunday. sunday um and <laughs> they're like a, and they were kind of her connection to like merciful good people the only person she really has now is gray worm who's all pissed off because of miss and die and so now it's it's just like one one angry slightly crazy person with one angry person with nothing to lose it's like what's the there is no mercy left for anyone because she's just gonna go crazy she's just gonna do what she's wanted to do which is burn king's landing to the ground because yeah. it's full of people who should fear her
0: yeah and obviously she has this conversation with Jon snow before the whole battle um basically that Jon betrayed her which led Tyrion to betray her which led varus to betray her and Obviously, the only one she actually burned was Varys. Um, mm-hmm. But like, for now, sh- for now. Um, but she <laughs> obviously she doesn't trust them, and like as much as Tyrion is is trying to convince her otherwise, and trying to come up with this plan of like we'll ring the bells and they'll destroy the city, and then the bells ring. And obviously, that's the name of the episode. Um, it's also who rang that bell. Uh, it was unclear. Like I, I, I thought it was going to be Jamie, but obviously it wasn't. They never showed him doing it necessarily. Um, he kind of was on his own mission at that point. Um, but th- there were so many people in the city screaming, "Ring the bells!" That like some rando got up there and did it, I guess. But that's true. But I think yeah. from from Daenerys's perspective, it's like, oh, this is the this sense of uh, calm that they think everything's going to be okay, and that's when. And to me, it also, obviously, Grey Worm was, like, all in on that and because he really wanted revenge. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she just destroys everything. And, and like, I did appreciate seeing, um, like, this is one thing, like, that we always say about the superhero movies we watch. It's, like, you never see the, the hero saving the civilians or anything like that. It's just, like, oh, sometimes that aspect is taken out. And like here we see like all the innocent people of King's landing, even if they're horrible in their own right, like they don't deserve to die this way. We're on the ground with them. And Daenerys is this like threat from above, um, that is just like an unrelenting force that they, they can't do anything to, to stop her. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I think seeing the Lannister forces like drop their swords and then, uh, Get brutally killed it was just like it was like at first I was, it was like, yeah, super brutal. It was so brutal. I was like, it yeah, was. but once they like, I thought like, oh yeah, they they yielded. I was like, this is great. Like everything's gonna be fine, and it's really not.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting that Grey Worm was kind of like the first to get it. Well, I'm not surprised, but like, it was interesting when he turned around when when Jon Snow was, um, trying, you know get people to stop and he turned around and it looked like he was about to like go fight Jon Snow. I don't know if you guys saw that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think John was just so shocked by everything that, you know, there have been seeds of doubt in his mind, um, whether he was willing to admit it or not. Um, I think this is like really, I mean, John, you're a dummy, but we love you. Um, like She just, he was blinded for, by love for a while and blah blah blah. But I think this moment was like, oh shit! Like I, I really, I can't support her anymore. Like the things she's doing is like horrible. And yeah. so, um, you know, and her like other close advisor, Grey Worm, doing this, like he just can't get behind it. And I, I never got the feeling that they were gonna fight. Um, that may come next week. I don't know. It's possible.
2: Also, around this time is when there was a nice little cameo. I don't know if you guys saw that.
0: Ooh, do tell.
1: What what cameo?
2: There was um, there was the scene where I think it was like a hallway, and you see this one guy kind of go down a branching side. It's just him, and he gets blasted forward.
0: Uh huh. That was that was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. They, yeah, oh, they've boy. been dropping in some cool cameos this season. Um hmm. So that, that's cool.
2: It's Noah Shearn. The pff, yeah. <laughs> I love. Also, I don't know if you talked about this previously. I apologize, but no, it's okay. Um, they, they they talked about. I think in the first episode when yeah, Bran was, was with yeah, a bunch of ladies, episode. he was. <laughs> they were talking about this red haired Lannister soldier named uh, Eddie.
1: <laughs> red his eye his eyelids burn off or
2: something. Yeah, like or that. something like that. Oh, but he
0: has such a beautiful voice. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like uh, not necessarily cameo, but the, like George Lucas. Uh, filmed the scene mm-hmm. in the the premiere, and uh, Rob McElhenney from uh, It's Always Sunny was one of the guys. And yeah, I think episode yeah. He got one or two, shot in the face with an arrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think
2: he was on one of your own ships.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been trying to keep up with the the. Uh, I mean, I definitely watch the inside the episodes because those are quick. But of the, the uh, Beyond the Game or whatever they call them, the game review behind Beyond the Thrones, Be- Beyond wait. the of of the throne of Revealed? Thrones, the revealed the <laughs> the throne games <laughs>
1: whatever it is i've been trying to watch those
0: too and i haven't watched this one yet so uh we'll see what other details they can share with us um so uh i think this is probably a good time to talk about the claggan bowl claggan bowl 2019 <laughs> 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 Yeah. So obviously, at this point, um, Cersei is convinced that Red Keep is no longer safe. Daenerys (laughs) is like destroying everything, Um, and we. Right, I mean, right before that, we have Arya and uh, the Hound having this moment, um, which is really kind of sweet. Um, Her arc through this, and we'll get back to Arya, like, but is a little confusing to me, but. The Hound goes forward to to kill the mountain, um, and Ser- uh, Arya does not go to kill Cersei. Um, I think the fact that the mountain just, like, swats Kyburn to the side is, that like... That was fantastic. That, that was, was the
1: best death <laughs> in the entire series. <laughs> just because oh, Kyburn sucks so <laughs> hard. God, I've been re-watching in the scene where they
2: find Kyburn barely alive in Harrenhal. Just yeah. Like, just let him die. It's okay. Just let him die. Like,
0: uh, I know I, I mean I was rewatching the show earlier this year too and I was like I couldn't remember when he was introduced to the show and th- like that was it I was like huh you're the guy yeah. that like does all this crazy shit later like why yeah, there
2: he is <laughs> but like I, I really liked that his monster killed him it was very Frankenstein oh
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You, and also it was just by lightly tossing him down <laughs> some stairs uh, and his face into a rock
0: <laughs> and that's like yep <laughs> yeah. seems fitting Well, I mean, like, the mountain has been brutal for seasons. I think there was – I remember – I think it was after Cersei did her walk of shame. um, She just, like, sent him to go find the guy that waved his dick around at her. And, like, he found him while he was pissing and just, like, smashes his head against the wall. It's like, as much as I hate the mountain – That's his finisher. He's just, like, (laughs) so (laughs) epic (laughs) and strong. It's insane to watch so big.
2: I love the actor also, but yeah, he's, he was insane. I was glad we finally got to see his face again.
0: Yeah. I can't... Yeah, It was messed up. He was all zombie-y. Zombie-y. Very Darth Vader-ish.
2: Yes. I was actually, I actually said that exact thing.
0: Hmm. So yeah. I mean, like, Cersei, just like, I'm going to leave it to you guys. You, you figure shit out. I'm out of here. Um... <laughs> I, loved,
2: I loved how she kind of just like kind of skirted by and ran yeah. away.
1: Yeah. Oh, Cause he, you know, Sanders there, he's like, he's of singular purpose yeah at that point you know
0: kill him kill or be killed really um yes and like we get another in my opinion one of the most beautiful sequences like it's just it looks so amazing like the the background behind them as they're fighting it's just like mm. it's like next level of like things that you see in movies like in star wars or in uh, lord of the rings it's just like this battle that arguably the the audience has been craving for so long maybe we'll never get it in the books who knows but it's something that they finally got and like they really delivered on um yeah because like in my opinion i i never felt like both of them were going to come out alive i felt like it just the hound needed to go up against him and like to to fight his demons and everything and i think it was just it was a crazy battle like that the the mountain just can't die with with normal yeah, means. Yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a,
2: I'm it's sure like a, it was also frustrating for. her. Yeah. I can say hat.
1: this on this podcast, Chris, but it was kind of like a Dark Souls boss where it's like you you kill it, <laughs> and then it and then it just keeps and then it just it keeps coming at you. I saw crazy- actually
2: yeah. like a a um a screenshot of that with like the Dark Souls like the the health things and like the the four items in the bottom left corner and Oh, that's funny. That's yeah, amazing. I will have to find it
0: like he gets stabbed all the way through nothing yeah he gets stabbed all the In way the through eye. the eye through the, through the <laughs> head nothing like what did kyber do to him
1: oh
2: you know i really thought the eye was gonna do it because that's how like other giants died apparently but yeah. not him
1: nope no he's not a giant. he's a mountain
2: well <laughs> that rides
1: yeah he's a mountain that rides yeah, yeah. <laughs> well he doesn't really ride so much anymore i guess it's more walking <laughs> Yeah, and standing Whoa. ominously. Well, he doesn't do either of those things. Stomping.
0: Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he did his signature move, the head squish, trying to yeah. to, to kill his brother. Um,
2: and the the eye, the eye poke. Uh, eye pokes.
0: Ugh, horrible. Ugh, yeah, I, mean, it I love those. Though... Uh, uh. yeah. I think it was great though that he like only got one of them, so like yeah. Sander could like see his final kill, right? Like. Yeah. And how fitting for him to like take him into the fire? Like this is the the right. the thing that set them off in the the beginning. I'm like, it's just like so poetic. And uh, I think it, he really got. He was like such an interesting redemption arc throughout the show mm-hmm. that like you. Like, he, yes, he's a horrible person, but like also you're you rooting for him. You want him to do this, and it's sad that he's gone. Um, but yeah. he, he imparted some wisdom on onto Arya at the end that I think will help her grow as a character um but like do you think the mountain's dead like is it possible he could su- survive so. that <laughs>
1: he better be dead because come on that would just be too much yeah
2: i mean i i i will say though i was pretty sad that for uh sandor that he he died that way because he he was with the person he hated most falling into the thing that he hated most yeah. and i thought i don't know i just uh, I felt really bad for him.
0: Yeah. It's very sad, but it's also like him overcoming his fear in a lot of ways. That's true. Yeah. Um so he he achieved his goal. Yeah. Um so moving on to some other characters as uh as Cersei makes her way uh well, back up. Sorry. Sometimes I feel like I need a map for these episodes and just like t- well,
2: especially call. this one it was very busy. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: So um Jamie is is trying to get to Cersei throughout this entire episode. He um encounters Euron Greyjoy, Greyjoy on the shore um with the little dingy boat. Um fucking hate Euron. I just I, I am <laughs> <I'm>, the worst.
2: <laughs> I don't understand what the point of that scene was. Like why didn't they just kill off Euron? when he got hit by the dragon fire, like it, it, that scene didn't need to happen. It was not necessary. It, it really j- did cause, Cause Jamie just died later too. Like yeah. it, it was an unnecessary scene.
0: It stretched it out and made it more difficult for Jamie. But even by like, as he was getting to Cersei, he was like, he looked okay. I mean, I think if, he, if they made it out and like got on the dinghy, he probably wouldn't have made it. But like, yeah, it, it just felt like an unnecessary Battle to me, and it, it was just like it added to the tension, I guess, and not knowing what's yeah. going to happen. Like, especially as he stabbed him a few times, it was like, shit, Jamie's done. I thought he was close yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Stabbed in both kidneys. Ooh, so. ouch. Or the
2: lungs, or whatever. Like, Or whatever. Well, something was important. Lungs, I don't was know was stabbed if he important.
1: Up all those stairs. Yeah. <laughs> um... That's that's the thing. I don't understand. Like, because he could barely get to the sword. How'd he go up all those stairs? It was love. It was love, man. Love was. <laughs> Pushing him up there. (laughs) Uh, uh, but it's it's very much like Jamie's character which had this the interesting arc to talk a little bit about Jamie, if I may.
0: Please do. No. Okay. One of my favorites.
1: Because Jamie's arc, a lot of people really wanted that redemption story, you know. Everyone's pulling for the Jamie and Brienne like story. But he really in the episode before this. Uh, he really kind of brought it home where he is like he is not a good person he care he loves Cersei and will do anything for her and he just wants to be with Cersei and that's his entire motivation and it has been that almost the entire show
2: I just I'm surprised that he was so damn literal with that like I was expecting that to be kind of like a a way to get down to her to kill her or something like i i don't know no because i mean i mean like cersei sent someone to kill him
1: it doesn't matter because he loves her i don't know it's it's like i, I know it's weird but and like it's... it didn't
2: make sense to leave brienne after less than an episode like if they had been up there for a couple months cool okay you, like you tried it and it's not for you but you were there for like a day <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I think um, to me they maybe took a step too far with him and Brian's relationship, and that kind yes. of made things a little bit muddy as to his true motivations. Um, you know, if if the 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 peak of their relationship was him knighting her, and that would have been, I think that would, that have, would been have been like that would have been fine, and that would have meant that like she could have still begged for him to not go. Um, but, like, it would have still made sense within his character to, like, no, I love Cersei. Like, I respect and love you in a different way, but, like, it's never going to be that. And, he, like, it just... I don't know. The, the 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 consummation of their love in that way and for him to just, like, dump her so hard so quickly um, and to go back to Cersei didn't really ring true. I think I also was one even, like, last season that i was like man jamie's gonna go kill cersei like that's that's how the show how she's gonna go out like he know like he he knows his duty he killed a king before like to to save all the people but they didn't go there they just wasn't there wasn't there a prophecy
2: that said one of her brothers or a younger brother was going to kill her
0: yep yep I mean, it's it's in the books. I don't know if they've really gone into it in the yeah, show. yeah. They haven't really
1: talked about it on the show at all. So, hmm.
0: so I don't know if that means it'll come to play in the books later. But um, I guess there's you can have a certain take on it and that like he, he, she still died in his arms, and that also Tyrion has a had a role to play in killing her and and everything. Um, it's 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 murky. I don't I don't think it's as literal. yeah. It's
2: it's. It's a stretch. I, I could see you could stretch it that way, but it's, it's a stretch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, it, it's, it's sad that um, this character has like, I felt like it made sense. Like, like I said, it, if they didn't go as far with Brienne, it maybe would have worked a little bit better for me, but um, it made sense for him to go back to her and try to save her. And he was really trying to get her out of there. Like, and, it just, it, they just, they got screwed because Daenerys went crazy. So, um, two huge players on the show die in each other's arms. Like, th- going back to something that Jamie said seasons ago. Like, that's how he wanted to die. And and he did. Um, and, you know, he really was trying to console and comfort uh, Cersei in those final moments. Like, just like, it's going to be okay. It's just you and me. It's all that matters. So, um, here... Cheers to Jamie, because he, he's definitely one of the most interesting characters in in my book yeah. on this show. He was
2: interesting. I don't know if I want to cheers him, though.
0: Oh, come on. He's <laughs> dead, man. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right, we'll raise cheers a little He's like, it's Jamie. my last he, sip of beer. I don't want to go for it. He, had,
1: he he did. He was a bad guy, but he had honor. Yes. He, he, sometimes. when He, he sometimes like had honor. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, um,
2: yeah. Sorry. I mean, what was funny, though, like the whole reason that he killed the Mad King was because he didn't want a bunch of innocent people to die. And that when he was about to die, he was like, no one cares about them anyways.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard to say because that Jamie, we don't know. It's true. We don't know the Jamie from 20 years ago or whatever. Um, He really was a different person. He had both hands he was a amazing (laughs) warrior he was a whole person he was a whole person instead of a half person um but like i think it was just a a different time a different era um so they've been through so much he's seen the dead and he like he fought his way through that um and at this point he's probably tired and he probably just like just wanted to get her out of there and, and realize that once he couldn't it was like they don't matter. I mean, I, I I don't really know why he. Uh, didn't like go to the bell. Maybe just couldn't get to it. But obviously, it didn't matter. Like sure. Daenerys was gonna kill yeah. kill them all anyway. That's true. Um, okay. So, few other beats that I feel like we should cover. Um, so Arya Stark. Um, to me, this whole journey was kind of not what I was expecting um you know you have her and the hound going on this mission this like one way mission really this buddy
2: of. cop mission
0: yeah that you know she wants to go kill cersei um she arguably could have like she like she was yeah. feet away basically but it wasn't so much about that and that was what Sander was trying to tell her it's like if you go on this path to vengeance like you're you're going to it's going to just break you break your soul and like probably also she wouldn't maybe she wouldn't have made it out like obviously we don't know what would have happened if she went further trying to kill cersei but like dan like what do you think about her getting this close and then and then changing her mind like what what do you think about that
1: i think it kind of shows her humanity in a way because Arya spends a lot of time hot masking that, um, huh. literally, uh, <laughs> because she, because she's like she trained with the uh, you know she's basically a faceless man now and and their whole thing is like you know they are they do they do what they're supposed to do and she had a mission that she was supposed to go do while not really but she still has emotions. Like, yeah. she still – and that's kind of why she could come back from uh, uh, the Temple of Black and White.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. Why she could come back from there and still, like, maintain her – like, while killing all of the phrase, but still maintaining kind of her Arya-ness, you know? The thing that made us like her in the first place was that she was uh, kind of cunning and and brutal and stealthy, but also the fact that she – is a actual caring person, you know. So she will protect herself, but she will also, you know, cares about her family and her friends and mm-hmm. gendry. And yeah. <laughs> well, kind of. Kind of. Um, kind
2: of. I mean, that's kind of what set her on her path in the first place was that she cared about her family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I I read something interesting today about how this whole episode was people kind of going up against their biggest struggle, I guess and like or like their almost like their biggest fear like Danny's fear is not being loved and she you know instead of love she's going with fear and fear leads to Cersei's hate leads Cersei's to fear is <laughs> she's gone to the dark side exactly and like Cersei's fear was always like losing power and that's what happened to her and and Jamie's was losing Cersei
0: mm-hmm.
2: um the Hound was fire and his brother yeah and or like, and, and, you know, Arias was being able to kill the the list of her people. And like, she kind of, instead of making that her one track mind, she decided to go out and help others and and try to, you know, do, do the best she could with what she had instead of, you Mm -hmm. know, just flinging herself on like with a one track mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, it's interesting that she really hasn't used her, her face technique this season yes. at all. Um, either it's Disappointingly just, so, but disappointingly. I mean, I guess she also
2: hasn't like had the chance to. Yeah.
0: yeah you gotta,
1: you gotta kill someone to use that. So
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't really work against white walkers. They don't really yeah. discriminate. Right. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought that this was where we were going to get it, but maybe we'll get it next week. But it, it just seems like she's not going on that path anymore. Um, and like, obviously she has this this struggle of getting out of the center of the city to 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 escape and she's trying to help people and i think she's also just realized all this destruction that has has come through it like the the horse scene is so i, I it was another really well shot scene mm-hmm. but i just at first i was like is she dead is she like imagining this is this her riding off <laughs> into the sunset um i don't think that's necessarily the case but i think like there's something to it like why otherwise is this horse just like there for her is it like bran like trying to help her get out there
2: that horse was actually harry strickland's horse was it really if you look at it yeah it's the same horse i mean it it might not actually be but like it's the same horse sure Hmm. yeah interesting very interesting
1: some i i've seen some people with symbology and that she rode in on a black horse Like, uh, like, you know, death, like the kind of proverbial, like death comes in on a, like is riding for you on a dark horse and uh, death
0: rides a pale horse actually. Oh,
1: death. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. You're (laughs) right. Does
0: that mean she's going to go kill somebody after this? Well then,
1: yes, that's, that's what I reverse what I said. And then that's what I meant.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. I mean, I think there's a high possibility that she maybe wants to kill Danny now. Um, we'll see. I I mean, I, again, it's hard to say, like, where's her mind at? Like she, she had this great exchange with the Hound, but then also like experienced this horror and this destruction that, you know, maybe, maybe she's like, I have one final mission that I need to complete or something.
2: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she's the one that, that kills Danny, but like, at the same time, how are you going to have the same
0: person kill the Night King and Danny? Because she's the princess that was promised, maybe.
2: I, um, yeah, I, I guess. I, well, I mean,
1: we don't want to say we don't want to put we don't want to change the label. It's still the prince that was promised, but you know.
0: Well, the, the Valyrian. They said it in the show that the Valyrian is genderless. Blah blah blah. That's true. Sure.
2: <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's I don't know. It just from a typical like. Plot perspective—it doesn't make sense for the same person. Like, in my opinion, it didn't make a whole lot of sense for her to kill the Night King, anyways. Um,
1: but if the Night King's even really dead. If the Night bum, King bum, is even really bum. dead.
0: Okay. Can, can, did you guys watch the preview for next week? There wasn't really much of it, <laughs> no. You mean the like
1: six flashes of Danny in front of stuff and dudes <laughs> yeah. spears?
0: So, uh, but what I'm saying is though, like. Is that snow or is that ash?
1: Well, it's been
2: pointed out that in that, in that you're talking about season two and she's in the, 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 with the the warlocks of Karth. Yeah. Yeah. There's icicles there. Are there? And like, I, I'm, yeah. And like, I think maybe it could be a metaphor that Jon Snow's going to get thrown eventually, or it could be like, just kind of like a more literal thing that, yeah, that's ash and. It just happened to have icicles because that made more sense at the time. Or, I, you know, I don't know.
1: I think it's more about what they said, which is that she, or whenever she was saying she doesn't want to be a ruler of ash. Mm. But that kind of is ending up what she is at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think there is a ton of ash. But the, the way that it was falling, especially after all the destruction, I think it might be snow because it looked like it was also on the ground, too. Um, sure. winter is still there. Um, That's true. I mean, whether That's the night point. King is still a threat, I don't know. I think one of my biggest complaints is just the way that they handled that whole fantasy storyline. I think it kind of was cut short and made too simple. Um, I would love for it to come back, but I just don't know if they're really going to do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, moving forward, like there's, this I I literally like at the end of the episode I was like really that's it more I need more so like, yeah I
2: was like I was not ready for the end of the episode yeah at all
0: I think it kind of had one of those uh, it felt like it ended a few times so that like when it actually did I was like ah oh, damn it <laughs> I really wanted I wasn't <laughs> yeah. ready for this
2: yeah it didn't it definitely didn't feel like I mean what was it supposed to be like eighty five minutes or something like that yeah it, I think it's eighty it definitely eighty it it didn't feel like that yeah um, I guess maybe just because a lot went on because like I I would. I mean, like, I knew it was going to be ending soon, but like, I was like, "Oh, there must be a little more." I mean, they they gave you that false ending when Tyrion got hit by the, the ballast of the ship. But yeah. I, don't know. I
1: just I just think we yeah we probably could have used a little bit more Jon Snow and Davos being uh being Concern sad face. surprised. Yeah. Pikachu face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. So like, this the fact that there's only one more episode to me, it's just like it feels like there's so much left to do right like yes there's so much to wrap up the the other question I I asked Megan last time was like did we see the like the final scenes for some characters already like are we ever gonna see Tormund or Sam or Sansa or Bran again I mean I think that Tormund we've seen the last of yeah like I I think think that was goodbye I think Sam, we've seen the last of two.
2: I'd be shocked if we did, actually. But like, really? and Bran and Sansa, like, I'd be shocked if we saw the last of them.
0: I think we need to see Bran and Sansa for sure.
1: We're gonna see. We're gonna see Bran again. My theory is we're definitely gonna see Bran again.
0: I think you're to right,
1: Jeff Branigan. Je- Zach Branigan. <laughs> Zach, yeah, sorry. Zach Branigan. <laughs> Zach Branigan. We're gonna take this ship into hyperspace. <laughs> We don't have hyperspace. We're gonna do it anyway.
0: <laughs> so maybe we go to, to Winterfell again, or maybe maybe there's a time jump, or who knows, but I do think we have to see the other Starks. I think there's gonna be some aftermath of uh who really gets the Iron Throne if anyone does. Um, whether it's Jon Snow or Arya to kill her or I I mean, she still has a fucking dragon. Like Let's be real. Like, she's still a huge threat. I don't know. There's
2: still another dragon rider, though.
0: Maybe. So so is it like Mjolnir? (sighs) Is it like Daenerys is no longer worthy and Jon Snow is?
2: I mean, I think that it's more just having the Targaryen blood. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, I don't know the rules for dragons. I've never met a dragon. um, So I don't know the rules for them. But, I mean, it could be that, you know, Drogon's only going to... Listen to Daenerys,
1: hmm. Hmm. mom. In other words, yes, mom. mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, I'm hungry.
1: So uh, who's um, gonna? So who's gonna end up on the Iron Throne? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be Daenerys? Is it gonna be John? Is it gonna be Tyrion? Like some people are still, still hypothesizing. The Last Lion. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Well, it's gonna be Braun. Bron. <laughs> 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 fucking Bron. <laughs> Um, if, uh, if I had to put money on it at this point, I think Sansa. Okay. Um, Mm. what do you think? I think that, I mean,
2: I think that the one that makes most sense, obviously. And the one that they've been hinting at is John. But like, I also kind of feel that there's another twist. Like I, I know that there was supposed to be like one more really big twist and I don't think that the mad queen was it. At least I hope it's not. I, I hope that there's another crazy twist. But hmm. I don't know. I, I For a long time, I've thought it's going to be John, just because he really doesn't want it. And it would be kind of... Th- this whole series has been very cyclical. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, John is not Ned Stark's son, but he has all the same traits. And he just like Ned did not want to be Hand of the King... John doesn't want to be the king. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why he's going to get it. I can just imagine like the last scene of the show being him sitting on the iron throne, leaning against a sword kind of like burdened with the weight of,
0: of, of that. I could see that. Ooh. The only thing for me though, that is holding me back against John being the one is that he was killed already. And the, the whole Lord of light bringing people back, and, uh, you know, having Melisandre having a purpose and her fulfilling her purpose and Beric Dondarrion having to fulfill the purpose to, to, to kill the Night King. Like, to me, there's something there that's like John was brought back for a reason. And, sure. But, I mean, maybe the reason is to rule and and to die as an old man, but I don't know. I feel like there's still something there that's going to, like, what's his real journey and like it, is it killing daenerys and then the two of them also both dying or is it i don't know who knows what it could be but
1: so
2: you think there's another big twist I think so
1: how about how about this we say it's all cyclical right yeah so daenerys is on the iron throne tyrion kills her <laughs> sits on the throne and then for some reason uh for some reason Jon Snow and Gendry are there and he gives he gives the sword to Gendry because I guess then it starts over again. <laughs>
2: and
1: then John is the warden of the north and then he's he rules King's Landing and uh Tyrion's his <laughs> Tyrion's his King's Guard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? The, the end. end. The end Beautiful. or the beginning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I, I also feel like Sansa could be involved with the Iron Throne just because she's so knowledgeable about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's, she's the new, she's a better little finger. Yeah. You know, she's, she's the better best Cersei. player at this point. Like she, she is a better Cersei.
0: And I think there's also something to be said about um, Varys. Like we started the episode talking about him, but I think his reach, maybe um, there's one last shoe to drop, you know, like who did he send those out to? Like, Obviously, they they've really pared down on all the minor characters. But like, did he send things off to certain houses that will like support Jon Snow or or whatever? Mm. Who knows? It's all crazy.
2: I'm still looking forward to the last episode for sure.
1: I think Lady Stoneheart's going to show up in this one. I really <laughs> do.
2: <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think so too.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Strong Bellwaz too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I mean, maybe we have uh, some characters like riding off into the sunset at the end. Like, uh, I wouldn't put maybe, my money on that. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, is just because Arya has changed her heart? Do you think like now she's gonna go with uh, Gendry and be like, yeah, sure? No, no. I mean, I no. think. But maybe she's like, I'm going to go explore more of the world. Maybe, like, what's west of Westeros? And, uh, like, maybe Drogon is, like, going on the misadventures across the world and deciding to eat more lambs, you know, in Essos or something. Or hmm. I want to see more of ghosts, damn it. <laughs> yeah, he got no, done not in the budget. Dirty. he was no, done it's not dirty. In the budget.
1: Sorry. Not in the budget.
0: That was such bullshit. I'm not over it. I'm not over it. <laughs> well they've treated the they've treated the
1: wolves not well like still, Nymeria is think? still out there Nymeria's is still out there
2: what if she shows up that'd be crazy
0: never hmm. know um so yeah this episode uh was crazy um I enjoyed it there was a few things that uh, maybe had issues, but I think it was, it delivered on so many fronts. We finally got the click game bowl, like we talked about. We, yeah, <laughs> um, so many character deaths. I think that was the other thing that, like, maybe, so many deaths in general. Jesus, well, just, just yeah. so many, yeah. But even, like, even the long night, you know, while so many people were killed, so many characters, like, just survived and were up against a wall. Like, this time there were people that weren't safe anymore. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are some that like, really did Arya survive this? Like, how did she survive all that? Like she almost lit a fire, but like, but I think it delivered in so many other ways that I can forgive, um, you know, letting her survive in, in those moments. Um, uh, and we'll see. Yeah. There's only one episode to go. Like, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Welcome. Um, anytime what what is your uh your final episode watching experience going to be do you have any plans or anything
2: we've been i've been me and my girlfriend have been going over to our friend's house and they have um they just got into a new house but they the first thing they set up was the uh, the basement for game of thrones watching um so we've been going over there every week so we're going to go back there i think we're going to make some special drinks um mm. one week that one one of the weeks this year we did a. Uh, it was like champagne and gold with like gold sprinkles and it was like um the Lannisters debts or something like that, so it was gold and stuff. That's awesome. Um, so I think we're gonna find another drink to do for the, the last episode.
1: Uh I'm I'm just going over to my parents' house. My father has a home theater in his basement. So uh We've been going over there, just listen to it really loud and boomy, while my mom sits upstairs because she doesn't like shows like this. Um,
2: <laughs> she doesn't like bad words. Or... She doesn't
1: like bad words. She doesn't like blood and gore. She's like, she's like, ooh, it sounds very boomy and crashy down there. I hate it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's okay, mom. I love you. How uh, did she
2: deal with you playing the tuba growing up if she didn't like boomy sounds?
1: Well it was it's it's mostly I, I wasn't murdering people with the tuba, <laughs> so I think she was okay with that mostly
0: Are you sure about that? <laughs> I I am murdering
1: <laughs> their eardrums with um, the sound. It sounds but good. yeah, we I mean, you know, we usually have we're making we're making a ham and it turns into a family event of us all sitting around going,
0: Oh what oh, no you know. Yeah.
1: The Game <laughs> of Thrones noises.
0: Yeah, I don't know what we're doing yet. Um we kind of we had AJ over um, and Shayna, his wife for the premiere. Um, So we'll see about the finale. Um, But we've, you know, we've been watching it here, definitely boosting the surround sound and everything. Um, So I I'm excited. It's just like, it's this, this past six weeks or five, almost six weeks has been like so long. I can't believe we've had to wait through all of this, but um, it, I'm really excited for the end. I also am excited for maybe a different ending with the books because maybe those will come out someday. <laughs>
2: Supposedly the books are already written according to the Barristan Selmy's actor, I think. What? He said that the books are already written and that they're waiting until their the last episode to be released. I could see that. Supposedly.
1: Supposedly.
2: Supposedly. It's also very highly possible that he just Yeah. He probably hasn't written shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, he's writing all those other side books and stuff. So, but I Which can see them I'm, being I'm like, reading fire and blood right now. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Nice. Um, I think, yeah, they could say, Hey, winds of winter is ready to go and ready for this fall. Now that the show's over, like that's possible, but, um, all right. Well, again, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, it's really great chatting you with you and catching up and everything. Um, once again, they can be found, At the Game Brew on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can download their episodes on iTunes and where else?
1: Every everywhere. Everywhere literally. Listen to podcasts. Spotify, Google Play. Yeah, just look up the Game Brew podcast, and you'll probably find it.
0: Yes, they're really fun, really funny. They like. To drink beer as we all do <laughs> I mean, we love like, to uh, drink we beer love to drink, love beer. To drink. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: it's literally <laughs> the first thing we it's a it's a podcast about beer and video games and the first thing we do is
0: drink the beer that is true um and as always we are the long Lust heroes podcast aj is not with us tonight but he will be back next week um you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at llh podcast you can email us at info at subscribe on itunes and all the other places, Spotify and Google Play, etc. cetera. Um, and it's been a really great journey. I'm really excited for the end. So everyone stick around for next week's episode, and we'll recap it probably Monday night as well. So, again, Chris and Dan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks. And hopefully we'll have you on sometime soon. Hope Yay. so. All right. Bye. <laughs> hey, bye. bye. Baby.